Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Misrepresented Episode 2. I'm your host, Lisa Opie. And, and I'm Ramina Shvak. Your co-host. Your co-host. <laughs> so, yeah, we're still kind of getting used to, like, introductions. I feel yeah. like videos are so easy, but intros and outros are, like, the hardest part. I know. Why? I don't know. I always struggle with that. And that's something that we missed out on the first episode is why misrepresented. <gasps> okay. So, yeah. do you want to tell them? You tell them. Um, I don't know because we're both pageant girls, so that's why it's like M I S S, and I feel like we are misrepresented as pageant girls, but also as female entrepreneurs, as women in general, and minorities. Exactly, minorities. I mean, every single way we're so misrepresented. I feel like people judge us on the way that we look, our careers as influencers and models. So instead of saying misrepresented, we did M I S S represented because we're bringing that representation to you guys yes does that make sense it does okay i feel like it's a mouthful to me a lot. For them. <laughs> um so topics i feel like we cut out a little bit short last time so i think we can pick up where we left off because yeah. we were just getting into that juicy stuff right yeah for sure. um how like bullying led me to doing pageants and you know a lot of failures and people making fun of me like motivated me to like work harder yeah so like same uh, have you experienced that yeah of course um that can be it's like which part of my life should we choose from <laughs> to like which part do i say which part i mean okay so for me i guess like bullying is trauma yeah and i've been through a lot of personal trauma you know even as an adult mm-hmm. um so i feel like every time something happens like i hit rock bottom i'm like how am i going to come out on top like higher than ever yeah. and i come up with this plan and i just like drown myself in work and that's how all of my successes come out yeah that's- kind of what I did but <laughs> not drowning in work <laughs> not drowning but that's it, it happened that way too for yeah. me yeah the traumatic experiences which one way. would it be the pageants or business um, or school so I think we could start with the pageants yeah I didn't know what I was doing we were young right so yeah and I've never really watched them I was just approached to do it so I just did it I'm like okay I'm here okay what's up um but I wasn't always, you know, the prettiest girl younger when I was growing oh, up. Like, no, when I was in high school, a lot of things changed. A lot of people know. We have to do an episode on We're that. We're going to do an episode on that. Y'all are sure. going to talk about it, run to the comments, whatever. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I have nothing to hide. Everything is very open. We're so I've, open. I've always been very open about my life. Um, I've never really hit anything. And I think that's one strong suit about me because I can't even hide anything. Like, I'm such a bad liar. But anyway. Um, so pageantry, um, why I did it, um, yeah, I felt like the first experience that I had was like, it was a traumatic experience, but it was good because I was like, wow, I learned a lot. This is amazing. Like, which pageant? It was the mis- and this is gonna be a very controversial thing. <laughs> Miss India, Florida. Okay, and you're not Indian. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure, like, people could assume. But they here. wanted me to do it, and that was my first one. I had no idea what I was doing, so please don't get upset. I did it. Yeah. I won. <gasps> oh my and then gosh. it was a problem. I'm so sorry. And then I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then so after like, I was what like, happened? Who God, was upset? I, I remember. Everybody was upset because okay. I wasn't supposed to win. I don't know what's true. I don't know okay. what's not. Did they find out you were Pakistani? Were you open about that? I was, I was open about that. I never said I wasn't. They knew that. Yeah. They're the one that approached me to be in it. So like, you know. Oh my God. So that was, I mean, a whole nother story. So Whatever. did you like but give up your crown? I did. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty traumatic. Nobody Whatever. should go through that. Yeah. I gave it up. Did they you ask know? you to or you were like, I'm done? No, they asked me to. <laughs> Don't leave us hanging, Ramina. Go there. Uh, go there. Because <laughs> it's so long ago. I, I wish I remember details, oh you know, like... Gosh. But like you know, everything was okay at the end. Like I, I, I accepted it. I was like, whatever, you know. Like that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this Pakistan because I'm Pakistani. Yes. Like that's what's more important. Like I'm gonna represent myself and my culture so and my good. my people because you know my people are not open in that realm. And that's a that's a whole topic yeah, I think we're that we're gonna go off to because I feel like in my time in doing pageantry, I broke a lot of barriers, yes, starting with social did. media and all the way through pageantry no literally i feel like as soon as you open an instagram account always oh, you're a muslim woman you shouldn't even like be showing it like anything I they would literally death threats you apart. yeah death threats yeah things have changed now in the coming in the years but Good. like all those experiences made me go harder and i was like no i'm not gonna stop like oh and i'm not doing anything wrong i'm you're, representing people i'm exactly. representing women like i'm not hurting anybody i'm not like you know, I, I wanted to share success and ambition, like, to, like, yeah. these girls. Anyone can do it. You don't have to sit at home and, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the religious people are going to come at me for this. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I had all the death threats that, like I said, it pushed me even harder. I, I, went, I went to pageantry ten times harder after that. Yeah. That's why I kept going. Wow. And, like, look at you now. Like, you represented Pakistan on the international level three times. Yeah. Crazy. Like, I'm so proud of you. That's really, really incredible. So I feel like when people say you can, or even, like, when you get, like, weird vibes, you know, that's when you're like, oh, like, I want to wear Carter's. Yeah. So haters can keep on hating. Keep it coming, and we're just going to, like, keep working harder. So, yeah, put us down. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) not in a bad way i mean we you know we don't mean that maliciously we're just like it's just it's just the truth like anyone that's like come at us and we just like okay and 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 we never go at them back never 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 harder never we don't fight back we just do better yeah for ourselves and it and when you do better for yourself it shows I mean, I feel like the best person at revenge is God. So yeah. whenever people do me wrong, I'm like, you know what, God, you take over. Yeah. I'm going to keep living my life. I'm too busy for this, you yeah. know, and just cut him out of my life. Bye. Yeah. That's it. And you know what? God always comes through. Yeah. <laughs> God always comes through. Yes, he does. Oh, what are your traumatic experiences that pushed you? Um, I guess I had to now. start with bullying. Like being bullied in, so I was homeschooled, right? And I was like literally a very easy target because in middle school, I told my parents, I was like, I need to go to school. Like I need to get socialized. Like I want to go out and like meet people. So I begged my parents and they finally let me go to a Christian private school joining in middle school. Okay. I had glasses, braces. I'm Asian. This is Williamsburg, Virginia. They've never seen an Asian person before other than like on TV. So they would, like, look at me, and they would literally, like, pull their eyes like this and be, like, ching-chongling long. Like, I – it's traumatic, oh right? God. They would say I'm ugly. They would, like, spread rumors about me. Like, it never stopped for me. So um, that's actually how I got into makeup is, like, I hated the way my eyes looked. I would literally pull my eyes like this so they would be more round. <laughs> it's so yeah. horrible to say that. And then I learned how to do makeup to make my eyes look bigger, and it was such a unique way to like create the illusion of a bigger eye and like less asian looking please i want your <laughs> eyes oh my gosh they're, i love them I, so. I was called like bug-eyed oh my gosh but. see it's like you can never win they're no. always gonna come for you no matter yeah. what 
Um, so that's kind of how makeup started was like just learning how to conform to people and yeah. fit in in Williamsburg, Virginia, this little private school because these losers, these bums were making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look at me now and look at my makeup business. Like I yeah. made two careers out of it with the hair and makeup team. We won awards in pageantry for being the best hair and makeup and then the whole cosmetics line so again thank you bullies and thank you god <laughs> they always come through <laughs> i remember when you used to make fun of me for using my fingers when i did my makeup i know like, what are you doing you're so embarrassing but, like, i'm you like did a good job though no I'm like i don't know what i'm doing i just what know I what i know is your beauty blender because <laughs> i thought it was a nude color <laughs> could use it for everything no but my personal beauty blender to this day looks like that it was pink at one point but now it's like the color of my skin yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll wash it tomorrow. I'll wash it next week. Cake on that concealer and whatever is on that thing. Like, I don't know how my skin is not burning off. But my professional kit's clean. My personal kit, no. It's like homeless. So like going back to the trauma, mm-hmm. um, Lady Code was probably like the next big thing after Vizcaya. Because I was just like done with Vizcaya at that point. Because swimsuits, it's a lot of sizes, I'm sure, in clothing, you know. Oh my God, don't. <laughs> dealing with sizes yeah especially something so personal as a swimsuit they're like oh i need like a medium top and like an extra small bottom and then like oh this isn't big can i do a return i was like okay this is a lot let me do something that's like a little more fun and cuter so um at that time like i finished pageantry and i was like i don't know what to do with my life because i always had such a purpose it was just pageants right like you figure it out like mm-hmm. it moves you and after i was like okay what am i gonna do i'm like definitely retired let's do lady code and it started as like a women's wellness platform focusing on empowerment so just like a blog um a website and then youtube like social media cute stuff like that so there was the youtube channel and we were doing a lot of like interviews and empowerment things but also like makeup tutorials and reviews and those really took off Mm -hmm. so through that people started calling me and booking me to do their personal makeup for prom and stuff and flying me out and I was like wow this could be like a real thing and I remembered I still had my connections in the pageant industry so I talked to the directors I'm like hey like I was begging them I was like can I please do makeup at your pageant like let me give me a chance you know I'll do it for free like I was doing winners for free and it really blew up like I think I just like blew up so quickly like it kind of came out of nowhere right um and I was so happy about that it was really exciting and um lady code is just such a big umbrella for other like small brands because back to the youtube channel i was making so much money for my affiliate like links like i would track my sales and i'm like wow like these people made so much money off of me just using their stuff in their video yeah why are they getting so much out of it so i was like let me see if i can make my own and i started with lashes I was not making a lot of money on YouTube at that time. It was like $400 a month and then like paid deals here and there. So I think I put in about $400 on like a very small batch of lashes. I spent a lot of money on the packaging. It's more expensive than the lashes itself. And um, I launched and it sold out like right away. So that first small batch of lashes like sold out so quickly. I turned a profit and like immediately... I reinvested that into like my next inventory and I kind of kept doing that for a while. So I would just order more each time, more and more. And I was just exclusively the lash girl until COVID hit. Again, trauma, right? (laughs) For everybody. Yeah, for everyone. So through that mutual trauma, I had some money saved up. Thank God. Everybody was asking for their deposits back for all the bookings I had during like the COVID 
you know, everything that was canceled. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to have a job anymore. I'm not going to make money off of hair and makeup. I have to sell more of my products. So the little bit that I had, I created um, palettes and that's how I started the Snatch palette. And thanks to like BLM at that time as well, like the world was ending, right? It was, it was like coming to an end. So with BLM, I learned a lot. Like I really educated myself on like how important it is to have inclusive makeup. And I worked so hard and like consulted with all of my friends to make sure that I could make a palette that worked for everybody, like every skin type. And I feel like the Snatch palette did that. It really did. I That's all I've been using yeah. since you gave it to me. That's all I use it's in my years. kit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a ride yeah. or die palette and it's really made for everybody. Every skin tone it works. And yeah. like as a professional makeup artist, I work with everybody and that works. So what about Ash? Tell me a little bit about that. So, I mean, I talked very briefly in our first episode about that, um, but going into it deeper now, um, like I said, I've always wanted to do something of my own. I was, I just wanted to kind of also get out of nursing, but I also wanted something that was mine. Mm-hmm. So I always, I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I had this idea for years, like I said before, but I didn't know how to go about it. So I let it go. I just let it be. I just kept going, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. That's 2021 is when I went to my last pageant, Miss Grand International. And then after that, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I need yeah. to, I need to, I need to figure it out. You know, it's kind of like when you're done with pageants, you're like, what do I do next? Do Cause do that next? was like your purpose. Yeah. It's so crazy. That's what I mean. Like, like we really click because it's, it's so ambition based. It really is. Yeah. It's like, cause you're doing so much for it. Yeah. And then when you stop, it's like, who am I? What's, what's going my on? purpose? What's, what, 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 what's happening? Yeah. You can't just go back to a regular job because it's not a regular thing, yeah. you know? Um, what do they say? There's a statistic. Um, something about your daughter's more likely, your son is more likely to become an NFL player than your In daughter the is. Super Bowl than your daughter is, is to, to become Miss USA. USA. Yeah. No, to compete on Miss USA. Oh, to compete so like if you're that. Miss Virginia USA, yeah. like you're really beating out the chances. So. Yeah. So it's crazy to like be part of that you know yeah little realm so when you stop it's like oh my god what am I doing so anyway after that one that's when I was like okay that's my last one it really 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 was because oh my god I felt old there (laughs) um so I went through a lot during 2021 I think that was probably one of the hardest years of my life I don't have childhood trauma but I have adulthood trauma um so that's where I like that's it's like when you go through something you push for something even harder oh yeah so that's also when I came to you and I was like, how do I make this happen? How do I make this work? And you're the one that was like, you gave me the like little first little steps to like move forward with Ash. Yes. So that's where I'm like forever grateful for you. But um, then I just went on from my own. I found a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. I designed everything by hand. I I drew everything out, just like things that I imagined. Cause I'm like, Getting I dress this, yeah. a certain way as a nurse and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to make my scrubs look like this. Cause I don't like, bag- I, I hate like baggy clothes. And like, I think, you know, a lot of people hate that. Like in the healthcare field, it's like people feel like they're wearing a trash bag. So yeah. I'm like, I wanted to make something that was very flattering for everybody. So I, you know, like I, like I have all my drawings. It's so funny, like exactly oh like what gosh. I wanted. And you know, I made that come to life and I'm so grateful for that. But yeah, I mean, that did come from trauma and like also having that like mentality of like, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? What am I doing next? Because I didn't really actually think about that until right the second when you said that, like, yeah, that was after the pageant. I was like, wait, 
So it was probably like a perfect storm for you. Yeah, because I was like, like, I went through a lot that year and yeah. I like couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of people do, they kind of drown them, like try to find something to drown themselves in. So drown themselves in work or drown themselves in, you know, whatever. Yes. And Some I'm people really, go down the wrong path. Literally like drugs and alcohol. You but know, I don't like do that. So yeah. like I've never been interested. I don't like the way it makes me feel like I don't like any of that. So like <laughs> I feel like businesses is my drug. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like I mean and then and I and that's why I said like I learned so much from you. Ooh. Like you being my friend. Like I don't have any other friends that like have like business, like multiple yeah. businesses and like stuff like that. I was like, wow, like she really, really like did it, and she and like did starting it. From and I scratch, watched you do you it. You know, it's not like we had yeah. anything handed to us. Like we started from nothing. Like I started it from a piece of paper. Exactly. Ash came from a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, and like we're normal so, people. Yeah, and 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 it's so crazy because I've known you for so long, but I've watched everything happen and so quickly for you. So yeah. I'm like, wow, like that. Could, you know, like she made this happen. Like first of all, I mean, you're very smart, but like. I feel, I'm like, maybe I can do it too, you know? I feel like we have to be a little bit delusional. <laughs> like, maybe. You I know? am a little bit of, I yeah, am a little delusional. I really do live like, in that delusion, but I feel like it's also yeah. like a manifestation method. And yeah, I'm just like, I, yeah, I see I, myself doing this. I'm going to do it. I 100% agree with that. Like, yeah. I believe in manifestation 1,000%. Oh, yeah. I feel like everything that I've wanted, I've made happen. And I can 100%. say that, like, yeah. foot down. Yeah. Anything, like. Like back from like the pageant stuff, I was like, I didn't win. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna do more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna win again. Like I'm gonna keep going. School didn't do so great. Um, went back. You know, yeah. like I just kept like it. Just I, I and oh, I'll say something that is very real, and a lot of people don't know. But the first nursing program I was in, I flunked out of. The oh first really? Semester. Oh yeah. my gosh! Because it was just like they were kind of picking at me too. There's like a lot of stuff. That's what like you know, girls like us. It's we get picked on a lot. It's, we get bullied it's a hard lot. in other fields, and people might not agree with that. But there are a lot of people that do understand that mm-hmm. fact. Um, we have it a little bit harder. So I was like really, really picked on. There was like a whole story that went along with that. I went to dean and everything. Anyway, my point of that story <laughs> is, Don't I was like, this hanging. isn't gonna be. This, I was like, this isn't gonna be the end of this yeah i said i'm gonna be a nurse i'm gonna be a nurse oh i went to the gosh. next school i figured it out interviewed again re- had to retake some classes because they made me made it happen studied my butt off because i hate school like i'm not like one of those people that are like book very booksy and uh-huh. test takers and i'm a horrible test taker like i can't do it for the life of me so and nursing school is very hard so i made that happen and then i was like again with Ash, I was like, I'm going to make something happen. And I manifested and it. You. I mean, manifestation yeah. is real, just like you. Like, everything yeah. you've done, you wanted a supercar. Look, you're driving a pink, shiny McLaren. I, it's like something that you can't even envision. It's like, I created that. Yeah, you did that. And you did that in a really short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, at least for me, like, if time flew by, I guess, because we're both so busy in our lives. Yeah. But, like, it's crazy. Like, manifestation is so real. Like, people that are like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. You're not going to do it if you keep saying that. Thank you. Or like, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, you know? And like, when I was in that mentality, oh no, my gosh, you're going to stay broke. broke. If you yeah. say you're broke, you're going to stay broke. If you say you can't yeah. do something, you're never going to do it. No, so I have and to have like is- a weird question, right? Because like, we're yeah. both religious. So where does like God come into the picture of manifestation? Because I feel like it's like a really nice combination because I feel like when a door closes and you're manifesting something, and there's been so many times where I haven't gotten that thing. 
And I'm like, okay, it's okay. I trust God. He's Mm -hmm. looking out for me. And then he'll give you something so much better. Like I wanted to win Miss United States so bad in 2012. And if I won that year, I would be married with kids in like Kentucky or something. Like I would, I would not be where I am today because Miss Gaia would have never happened. You know, like that phone call never would have come through. It's just like so crazy how sometimes the door closes because there's something better for you and you just have to trust. So like right now, even right now, I feel like there's doors closing and for me too. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Just trust God because something better is coming and I feel it in my bones and I know it's coming and I'm just going to sit back and wait because when the time is right, it's It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, all these years, like you want something, you want something, you want something, but it was never the right time. Everything is a perfect storm to where you are today. It is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And like how everything works out with you. I feel like you had all the connections that you needed to make Ash happen when it came together, like your photo shoot, right? Like it was just like, exactly. If I did this like years ago or something, I wouldn't have had all the girls that I had. Exactly. Like I Emma wouldn't have Loney. known them. Yeah. Like Anissa, Chavi. Yeah. Like, first of all, thank you guys for doing that. <laughs> like I still thank them so much. But these are such incredible girls. And that's yeah. why we're going to get into like the friendships of pageantry. Because these also, girls get it. Like the girls that get it. They They're get the it. pageant girls. <laughs> they get it. They get it. And when I showed every single one of them, this is why I knew they were the ones. Yeah. Every single person I showed this to, they were like, yes one thousand percent yes i love that yeah they were like they were like no doubt this looks amazing i see the vision i see it and they made it happen and they made it look so incredible they did the team effort but yeah you got so lucky so i think we have to wrap up today's episode um but i think next week we're gonna talk a little bit about the hardships of being a female entrepreneur because we talk about how we got there but do we struggle it is not easy being a girl and a business owner so stay tuned for next week 